guys. Welcome back to our podcast, People Bring Profit. Man, I'm, I'm here today and I'm excited today. First off, I want to start this off today uh, with my sidekicks here. It's a special day for us here at the office. Uh, it's, it's our CFO, uh, my wife, an awesome mom's birthday today. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Turning the big 5-0 today. 5-0, yeah. yeah. Big one. Yeah. Yes. That's, that's great. Uh, you join the crowd, right? Yeah. And um, you, you can't say I'm in my 40s anymore. Oh, no. Dead gummit. <laughs> it went by too fast. It did, but uh, it's been a great ride, so let's keep going. Let's keep it going. Um, but, hey, uh, thanks for joining us, guys. I want to start this off show off today by reaching out to you and asking you to please subscribe. Man, subscriptions have been going up through the roof, and we're excited about that. Me and Kim get stopped multiple places. Justin, I'm sure you do too, and say, hey, I love your podcast, what you're doing. Uh, we're rookies at this. We are. You know, I mean, we've never been in front of cameras like this. We've been on multiple sh- you know, little podcasts ourselves been uh, and, and talked in front of people, but never hosted our own, and we feel like we get better at every day. Every day we finish these podcasts, we high-five each, each other and say, hey, what, what can we have done differently? And we ask for a lot of support out there and, and feedback. So please give that to us, too, because we want to share our stories and how we got where we got today. Um, yeah, and so it's fun to see us grow. It is. It's fun. Yeah. It's fun to see where we came at where Kimberly, when we first started shooting this, did not want to do this. Yeah, absolutely not. And and now she's practicing on stage gigs now. So yeah, <laughs> now I want to know how many followers do we have? Yeah, how many followers <laughs> we have? But we need more, guys. We need yeah. more. We get a lot of comments, a lot of likes, but the way how they rate us is subscriptions. And, and, and Justin really studies that. So um, we're pushing that. But thanks for our group in the back that really pushes it, too, and, and does our reels and things like that. But keep them coming. Man, we need more. We need more and want more. Um, but, hey, the topic today, we ended last show of really uh, just, you know, the topic, Justin threw it out there, is, 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 is the election. The election's coming. Mm. And we're mm. talking about it every day right now. It's it's all it's talked about. And in business, I've learned this from years back. It wasn't a bigger deal back in 20, 25 years ago for us when we were getting a business. But it really started affecting us about 12 years ago that we, me and Kim learned in our business that we have to pay attention to the elections because they can swing different ways back and forth. So that brought us a topic today. It was is really the elections in, um, what, 18 months or something? Yeah. It's been talked about right now. The primaries are going. As you know, Joe Biden's our president right now, and and we don't know which way we're going to go. It's it's a toss-up. It's kind of like, hey, what's going to happen? So in our business, we have to pay attention, and in your business, you have to pay attention to what's happening in your in, not only in your federal governments, but your state governments and your local governments. Oh, absolutely. And, and what's happening? If you're a business owner or an entrepreneur, just an average person out there just paying your bills, you need to pay attention because things can switch really quickly as you saw what's just happened really quickly recently so we want to hit some topics that in our business that we we come up in our business meetings every day like hey how do we have to look at this how's growth happening you know labor laws anything like that so i want to challenge our team to have this conversation that we're having right now in our business meetings and how it's really rolling right yeah yeah so one of the hot topics is what's one of the hottest topics that we can talk about right now um, taxes and interest rates. Let's, ju- let's jump right in. I mean, if you're a, a, an entrepreneur, restaurant, anything, you've got to be thinking about, you know, your tax rates, how you're taxed. And then, you know, if you're in growth mode, getting loans and what's the impact if you want to, you know, either refinance something or get a new loan. Um, all of those are big deals and strategies that we got to think about. Does it make sense to build, you know, in the next 18 months or hold out in a different administration that might, you know, be interested in lowering taxes 
and interest rates because there's there's a difference between the two. And we're thinking about, you know, just the the red versus the blue or, the, you know, the Democrat versus Republican. And they have very different stances on this. So taking all of the other stuff aside, just that specific topic for a restaurant company that wants to grow, that wants to take loans, that has to pay taxes, that wants to create jobs. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. And, and you know, Justin, I feel like it's I've been called out on this show for something that I did say that um, politics makes a difference in business. And, <laughs> yeah, and you did. <laughs> and some Yahoo out there uh, <laughs> called me out on it. But yeah. I, just to educate people. Yahoo. Yeah. I've been in the business, in the small business for 20 plus years. And I can tell you, administration, it matters. Yeah. Some of our stores have the craziest differences in the debt that they have and the interest rates that they have. And it's super interesting when they opened. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's crazy right. that you said that because you brought that up. That's like an episode, I don't know, first season or something. Yeah. You had you had to pay attention to administration, and you weren't going to either blue or red. No. And you, you, you had a couple of, of comments but on But they the, came after me. They did, and I, I was ready to, like, hey, leave her alone because she's talking the truth because it is the truth, man. Yeah. If you say... If you say politicians don't affect your business every day, you're crazy and you've never been in this business. Just sit right there on your couch and play your video games, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> because it, it does matters. affect us because operations side. I'm CEO. They're CEO. We're bill, 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 bill. Let's go. You're like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Because of interest rates and taxes. And let me tell you in the business side of taxes, I want to jump in there and say this. When you keep saying tax the corporations, tax the corporation, tax the business, well, that's how we grow because we do make a profit, right? Mm -hmm. And we most of the time we reinvest that profit. That's how these bigger, these small companies got bigger. They keep, they keep making a profit and they reinvest it. Most no, so There's not too many companies that I know that like us that hold on to their profits and just go put it in a, a safe. Yeah, and just or, go take a trip to the Bahamas. Yeah, I or mean, just buy buy stuff personally with it. We turn around and invest economy. it. Yeah. We invest it. That's how I rolled, me and you rolled, one Quiznos mm -hmm. to two Quiznos, sold both of those Quiznos, opened one Buffalo Wild Wings, took the profits of that, opened the second Buffalo Wild Wings, opened the third Buffalo. We didn't really start making money to like live in a decent house until we got to like six or seven stores. Because we kept taking that profit, rolling into more. So when you start talking about companies taking their profits and and and, and giving and taxing it, the federal government deciding where it goes, then that's how we don't grow. That's how we don't open. That's how we don't make more jobs. That's how we don't buy more equipment. That's how we don't people are building more construction sites because of all that. So all that work just kind of falls down. It's not just yeah. the tax rate. It's what's taxed as well. So you made a great point. It's you know I want to reinvest my profits into business, growing jobs, growing more restaurants. And that that's something that I do believe we should get a lot of leniency on and not be taxed on. Whereas if you do go, you know, buy a house in the Bahamas, sure, tax that. You're mm. you're cashing out of your business, and there, you know there there's some interesting pieces to that. But I believe, you know, lowering tax rates is so we can invest that money into future business. That's all on paper. That's all documented. You see what we're doing, and there's. It stinks when you can't roll all of your profits into growing your company and creating jobs. That's yeah. why we're thinking about um, the difference between those two deals. And that's why it's so important for this upcoming election, because the blue side of the world, and I won't mention their names, but the blue side of the world, there are far more regulations. And the red side of the world, they're more for free will enterprise, and which free will enterprise pumps up the economy. It, yeah. it boosts jobs. It boosts growth. So... 
I mean, you have to, small businesses have to look at that. Yeah. Do you want to be more regulations? Or do you want to be more free will to pump up the economy? And when you talk about pumping up the economy and, and, and leashing the businesses to do yeah. what we're good at, we're creating jobs. jobs. And yeah. yeah, some people are going to gripe at me and say, oh, you're creating Arby's jobs. You're creating, you know, you know, low minimum wage jobs. No, we're not. I mean, most of, we don't have anybody on our system hardly that makes minimum wage. And we try to get them off that as quick as possible when they put in their time and show us they can work. But then we create management jobs. These guys are making good money, regional manager jobs, making good money. Career paths. Career paths. I'm I'm questioning college education because I see kids coming out of college that can't get jobs. You know, my son, see these engineers coming in jobs. I was talking to a guy the other day that he's getting offered $65,000 a year to come out of college with an engineering job. Well, some of our managers, GMs are making that, if not more, with no college education. So when you say that, it hurts us because we want to grow more. And Justin, you were right, man. You know, I feel like if you're if you put your money up and you're going out buying crazy stuff and, and you gotta tax you on it. But if you're reinvesting it back your company, that should be tax exempt. Let it as long as you're buying stuff to grow stuff. You do this too with the equipment. We're buying equipment and you'll say, wait, 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 wait. That's a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar equipment purchase that you're buying for this, you know, up and coming store. But they didn't figure taxes in there. So y'all, that's not in your budget. And you call me and just wait, fix the budget because they didn't tax that. We got to pay tax on that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So it's crazy. But you talk about regulations. That's a whole that's, other, a, that's a whole nother topic. I, I heard yeah. her say that. And I'm going to start with a real quick story. Small business opening, um, you know, with my wife and have to get a fire inspection, have to get, you know, my certificate of occupancy. Right. And we're opening in a small town. You could say it, it's red. It's a, you know, just it's 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 not a big city. And I very quickly, you know, went online, submitted, was able to speak to the fire marshal, speak to the city to talk about my water and schedule a face-to-face to get my certificate of occupancy. Spoke to a human. I'm a week or two away. Had them show up, did my inspections, got everything fixed. We're opening Buffalo Wild Wings Go. Big company, Inspire Brands. You'd think they'd, they'd have it together, but we're opening it in Houston, Harris County, one of the biggest counties in the country. And we're ready to open and we can't can't open because there's not a human there's there's one person that's running all of Harris County to give me a certificate of occupancy or to to sign off and get a fire inspector out there and when we talk about regulation that's the that's the concern we're trying to grow we're trying to open and if we're a month delayed that's a month less people getting paid that's a month less taxes paid into Harris County by our business there's so much implication to that. And just I struggle internally that I can open a small business in a small town and get everything I need. But in one of the larger towns that you might say is more blue, um, I can't. I can't talk to someone. They don't they're not staffed enough. And there's there's state legislation that I know we've spoken about. But that that's my story. And when we think about hospitality and restaurants, um, it's not the first time we've gone through that. Right. There's no hospitality in the government. None. Yeah, I mean, you've been on the comment. phone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that's true. You've been on the yeah. phone with them. Yes. Trying to deal with permitting. Yeah. Yes. Trying to get them out. And they really come back with me with more government reg- regulations as to why they can't complete their more job. More pieces of paperwork. More yes. signings. Did more... you sign this? Did you <laughs> yeah. sign? And it costs so much to go through that little Stupid stuff, mm-hmm. right? So I want to use a topic, right, or a, a, a problem we're having right now. We're ready to open this Buffalo Wild Wings Go. Matter of fact, we're going to shoot an episode here soon at there. But we can't get 
our last inspection, and it's the fire inspection, right? Yeah. And we had the same thing happen to us a year ago at our Starbucks in Harris County. Um, and I, I remember talking to the fire inspector, and I said, dude, I need you out. Well, it's, I'm four weeks out. And you can't file for that paperwork until you get this thing checked. Well, you can't. So I couldn't pre-sign, like, get it signed up. I had get to wait in line. line, get in line. Yeah, thank you. And I get fired up on this topic yeah. because I'm so mad. And I called the guy. I said, hey, are, they say you won't come out. He said, well, I can't. He said, because I can only work 40 hours a week. So, okay, more regulations. Well, more re- I said, well, look, dude, I meant, he said, I can only do three inspections a day, 40 hours a week, and we're all so backed up. Well, can y'all, y'all only got, how many of y'all got working? Well, there's only three of us. Can you hire more? Because, I mean, we're paying this permit. We paid the full price. Matter of fact, we even had paid extra to get to the four weeks. So you can't come. He's like, no. I said, well, can I, like, bribe you? Like, yeah. leave you legally? Like, can I, anyway, buy, buy you dinner? He said, nope, can't do that. He said, I wish I can work overtime. They will not let me work overtime. And now if somebody cancels or something, I'll go. I can bump one up. But, you know, everybody's waiting in line just like you, sir. So I'm four weeks out just sitting there waiting to hire 20 employees, waiting for these managers to come on line, waiting to start selling stuff to pay your pay taxes, right? And we'll bring in income tax for y'all and sales tax. Mm-hmm. Isn't that frustrating, Kimberly? That's so frustrating. And, and what intrigues me is that, you have this gentleman working for the local government, and he's regulated by, he, he can't, you know, get any overtime at his position. But yet, the like the federal level, at the labor law level, Department of Labor, I can't yeah. get my words out, but the Department of Labor, they want to regulate our wages. Yeah. And they want to tell us how much to pay and how much increase of hourly wages they want to put on over our head and increase the salary threshold and all that other regulations that they're trying to push down our throats at this time. But yet we need something done so that we can be successful in business and we're a hold up. We're having to spend more money postponing training teams, postponing openings, postponing all these different marketing dollars just so that we can wait around so the government can come by and say, yes, sir, you've, you've done all your checklist. I see that you're, you've completed all your things, and here's your CO. Yeah, so open. So, you know, and that's, that's, that's such a problem. You know, and, and I'm glad you brought that up because that kind of brings up a topic, too, about um, – you know, the government not playing by the same rules that we have to play by. Yeah, they don't. They do what they want to do. And, and and not only just government, but these a lot of these politicians, and that's why it's so important for this upcoming election, that a lot of these politicians, they don't even have to play by their own rules, and nor do they even know the ramifications of the laws that they're putting in place because some of them never own their own business. Yeah. So they don't know what it's like to jump through hoops that they're shoving down our throat. So we need to all pay attention to this upcoming election. I feel that that all of us are getting to this point right now. I've been, you know, and I'm not talking red or blue. They're all, everybody's terrible to me. They don't have, they don't have the compassion that we us common folks do. Well, and, and some of them don't even have the experience that it needs to make these kind of decisions that they're making. Well, they're telling us promises. They only see one side of the story. They do, and they're making promises they don't even hold up to their self. Yeah, they can't. They don't. They don't hold up. They're making us live by these rules and laws, and they don't even hold up. It's just like a long time ago with Obamacare. It's funny that we were all griping about it, and they had a whole different insurance plan. Yeah, <laughs> remember that? That yes. was crazy to me. Yeah. I mean, okay, you guys got to all do this, but us up here. It goes back to my terminology. Is like when I always say, "Hey, you know, we're not building a castle. 
right? Because these guys, they live in a castle, and they got a moat around to protect them when bad crap happens. Yeah. You know, we tore down those walls. We, we, all, we all live in the same world as in business side. They don't. They live by their own rules, man. It's yeah. crazy. I'm trying to build an art, and they're building castles big <laughs> yes. and bigger. Yeah. I mean, how does a politician get in there and be worth, you know, $50 million? Yeah. I've been busting my butt in life every day, and I ain't worth that. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. Hey, as a restaurateur, I mean, one of the big deals is is tipped credit, too. And we are in the business of huh. hospitality, and we're in the business of, I mean, we look at our, our payroll reports, and you, it's it's a really good living wage. And servers and bartenders have an opportunity to make a ton of money. But boy, does that change the business model. And some of these regulations, and it, it could be minimum wage or tip credit, or it could be credit card processing fees. I just feel like... Um, a lot of those should be, you know, more state regulated than blanket federal policy because it just it, it's different for us maybe here in Texas than it is for other states. But uh, that, that that's a struggle because it changes our business model. It, yeah. it, 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 it's not pro growth. It doesn't make me excited to go open a new store when I look at my labor line and it's five percent higher than it was. And I'm still giving the same level of hospitality. I'm still selling the product for the same price. It just makes it extremely difficult. And the caveat to that is when you really break it down and you really analyze what those roles make, it's a really, really good competitive salary in many cases. Yeah. So why are we doing that? And there's a difference between a server, a bartender, a barista. There, it just, it's not all the same. And that's something that you have to strategize when you're thinking about the impact of your businesses and keep raising these wages. It, it's it's scary. Well, you know why, Justin, is because the Bernie Sanders of the world. <laughs> you know what? He he wants to remove the tip credit for our businesses. And um, really what he needs to be saying, instead of pitching it, well, these people only get two dollars and 13 cents an hour. They really should get up to 17 dollars an hour is what he's you know, following behind. But instead of that, they may be making $27 an hour. But if you implement this law and take away our tip credits for our servers, you're going to threshold these servers at your minimum wage now. Mm -hmm. You're going to take something away from them. So instead of him pitching it as it is, because that's true, some of these servers do make more than that an hour. We're going to limit them. So they, we, of course, as companies are held at the federal minimum wage, which is the $2.13 an hour. But they have the opportunity to make way more than that. And why put a threshold on them? And does hospitality get better or worse if we do this? Yes. Yeah. That's that's like the big question. I feel like True. it gets worse. Well, uh, why they want to do this, guys, why they want to do this, they want to make more income. They want to make more of taxes because they want everybody to be 15 bucks an hour or what because they make more payroll tax. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, and they want to take the tip credit because everybody knows that servers always don't claim all their tips. They want to make more income tax, I mean, payroll tax off that. Yeah. So that's why they're driving. I mean, all these, you know, you see all these strikes happening. Yeah, the government backs this. And, yeah, I, I get it. Everybody needs to make an honest wage, and inflation happens, and we need to keep increasing wages to live off stuff. But at the end of the day, they're making more money because if you're making $10 an hour, they're getting paid – Payroll tax of ten dollars. Yeah. If you're making fifteen dollars an hour, they're getting paid fifteen. Don't act like they're there for their best interest of yourself. They're out there for themselves to do that, for their to make money for their government and the more spending that they can do. Yeah, and getting rid of the tip credit, it's actually the big brother stepping in and controlling more because at you know, at this point the servers get to uh, report their wages. 
And so they are trying to step in. And so that's the more government regulations. Well, you know, it, 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 people say this all the time with this. They don't understand. Why don't y'all pay people more? I get I get questioned that a lot on little talks and off to the side gig talks and says, why don't you should pay your people more? And I'm like, well, let me let me explain something to you. OK, just like the automobile business. Everybody's like, well, I used to buy a four wheel drive back 20 years ago for twenty thousand dollars. I'm like, yeah, now you're paying $100,000 because the guy that built the car was making $32 or $32 an hour or whatever they made back. Now they're making $60. So everybody's attacking this UPS people for making all this money, right? The UPS driver, oh, they're making $150,000 with all their credit or $125, whatever it is. Yeah, well, but you used to mail a package for you know $6. Now you're mailing for $12. So that's inflation. So what happens is these businesses and us too, I mean, yeah, we used to sell chicken wings back in my, we first got in it. We had like... 25 cent chicken wing days. You know, we went yeah. buy one, get one free. It was like buy the wing. wings. Remember, 10 cent wings. But yeah. now we, inflation just kept happening. So the guy that cuts the wing, that kills the wings, that feeds the chicken from us serving it, cooker, everybody making more an hour. So now we have to sell it for more. And that's the problem with that. And, and the government keeps getting involved more and more. And the more they put their hands on it, the more they take. And that's the problem. The more regulations. You do this a lot too with our leases lately. When you go back to the regulation too on that side, you used to put like 120 days in there to get our permits to get the store yeah. built. Now yeah. you're like, hey, I need what 270? Yeah, yeah, 270. For and the, sure. land the landlords are agreeing to it. Like, yeah, because yeah. they know yeah. it takes that long, mm -hmm. and it used to not take that long. It used to not take that long to build a house because of all the regulations you got to do, and you know, and trying to get supply chain stuff. Still, it's causing so much problems with that. You know, it, it's 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 a huge problem that's happening with this whole election. Pay attention to it, please, because it it's going to affect your business. And no matter what business you're in, if you're in the restaurant business, you're in the landscape landscaping business, or whatever you're doing out there, you know, pitching the girls softball, they're going to find a way to get you and set you up and c control your hours or whatever. The next thing too, I get crazy about this is immigration. Oh yeah, we're trying to hire. Is I mean, the workforce is thinning out. Right. We're trying to hire as many people as we possibly can. And you may think open borders and all these people coming in and, hey, we're from Texas. Right. We are we are ground zero of, yeah. of what's happening here and all these people coming in. But we have to hire with integrity and we've got to e-verify and we need people to come in the right way and be documented properly so we can hire them immediately and give them good wages and get them raises. And we're just there's just a huge influx of people who can't work because they're not documented properly and that's and, and immigration for us it doesn't help in my opinion create jobs it just makes it really really tough for us to hire people and if you're hiring these people you're not doing it the right way and that's not fair either no no and it well if you're hiring those people the fine is Crazy. outrageous yeah yes. so all you as it should be but yeah it's yeah, happening yeah, yeah it, it is well so all you people out there going open the borders let them come in that's fine hey you know, that's what America is supposed to yeah. be. Yeah, my great-grandparents came here from Czechoslovakia. They did, and they did it the right way. I saw the pictures, how they came, and how my name got spelt this way. And they did it the right way. We have some really good friends that came from Mexico that their families did it the right way. We know that. And it's hard for us as business owners because if they come across illegally and we hire them, boom, we're in trouble. Oh, yeah. I remember boom. Quiznos days. When <laughs> I first opened, you were like, you would come check my files because we had the old way, right? Yeah. You had to fill out this I-9 form. Did you get a copy of their driver's license and all that? Because I can't remember the task force. You would say showed up. Yeah. You said they show up and they want your file. Oh, yeah. And if you had anybody that's undocumented, oh, you're, you're done. And nowadays, same thing, E-Verify or whatever, what's it called? E-Verify. E -verify. We have to do that. So when we let these people, 
people come over who and I'm I'm glad they're looking for a better life. Believe me. Oh, absolutely. We we should all be looking for a better life. And you know, I'm looking for a better life, matter of fact. Yeah. Uh, every day we're looking for something to do better. And I'm proud of that. They're trying to get themselves and their family and their kids done the right way. But if we do it the right way and our government should step up and do it the right way, because then I'll hire you. Well, yeah, and look, we're doing these people an injustice anyway. Just because you're coming to the free country, America, and we're not setting them up to be successful here, shame on, shame on America. Yeah. Because we sh they should have a plan for these people. They should be documented so they can get hired, so they can be better for their families. And shame on America for just allowing them to cross the borders and with no plan. No plan at all. Just, hey, come over here. And it's let's unfair for them to be dropped off in all of these cities around the United States of America with no plan. Yeah, just living in a hotel room. They see all this all over the place. And we're in Texas, so we see it, guys. I, I see one. I, I watch the news, what's happening in New York. Believe me, I, I see it. We see it every day. We've been seeing it. And, and it's sad because we cannot hire them. Yeah. I, if that guy walked up here full, hungry, hey, I want a job. I need a job. If you don't have the proper documentation, we had Justin, you had one the other day. What is it, John Doe? They mm -hmm. <laughs> wanted to apply. They applied on this. They had John Doe because they're just making up ways to find to get a job to pay. Now, it, it's, oh, man. Yeah, because and, and it's all digital, right? So it's 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 kind of crazy that we've got all these digital systems to e-verify and you know really nail down. It used to be paper. Now it's yeah, now it's know. not. They know they 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 know if you're legal or not. Uh, but you don't you don't need that to vote. Yeah, yeah. You, you yeah. need it to work. Yeah, you're you just throwing it, it out there. But <laughs> <laughs> true, and it's it's not funny. True, it's not funny because it's, it's rather it's sad. Like, it's sad that people will not wake up to where we're at today. It's a big deal. It's something we're thinking about. It's something we're strategizing. <laughs> we're trying to get more people to work for us. There, right? and just y'all complain to us all the time. Like, hey, I don't have good work. Don't have enough staff. Well, we're trying. I mean, all of our stores are averaging 85, 90 percent. Higher rates, right, where we can staff it, and we can't staff it. Um, we want to staff it, but it's hard to staff it. I got to say this. You said wake up, and then it reminded me of Biden on stage the other day oh, when no. he said, I just want to go to bed. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> so him and laughing Kamala Harris, yeah, between wanting to go to bed and laugh all the time, this country needs a bailout. You know, I, I would say this. If I'm sitting in this podcast or any meeting I'm having, we have meetings in front of our banks, Right, yeah. they're 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 they they control us a little bit. You know, we control them too because we're not too much debt. Luckily, thank you uh, for that. But you know, if I got up there and they asked me a question, I said uh, I need to go to bed. They would probably pull our loans. Yeah. And I would think about this like the CEO of the biggest companies, right? So you know, some of our companies, Inspire Brands, Work Capital, Apple, I mean Facebook. If the guy that you know Amazon guy, if they got up there and said, I need to go to sleep. They would probably say all the shareholders would. Yeah, hey, the stock to, would tank. He has to go. <laughs> he has to go. You know, this guy got to go. Yeah. And some of the comments that are being said, and this is on even on the, the what is it, the Mitch guy that got up there and froze yeah, up. I feel so sad. Yeah. Because my grandfather, I loved him to death. He he was the best man, and he worked his tail off all. But those last couple of years, he 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 went downhill quickly. Yeah. And he knew he didn't have term limits. Yeah. He he went and and he 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 went gracefully. And I knew that. And mm -hmm. I, I get that. Heck, I'm 50 and sometimes I'm like, man, wait a minute. I need a prime. <laughs> <laughs> so I get it. It's, it's, uh, it just blows me away. If I, if I said some of the stuff that he's got or if I froze in front of a microphone like that and somebody, you had to tell me, hey, hey, you. Yeah. Hey. We'd move you along. Don't worry. A answer the, ask the question louder. We'd step Justin up to CEO. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Somebody's waiting to take my job. It's like, man, it's just, I don't. And you know what it is? 
I want to end it this way. We have all somehow in the last years have been taught to just see red or blue. It's like you don't get to say, hey, how are you doing today? Now you don't want to go, are you a liberal or are you conservative? That's the first thing people want to say. That's, That's wh- funny you didn't say Democrat. Has the Democratic Party turned to a liberal party? I don't know. Is I mean, that what you're saying? Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying that you just <laughs> it people hasn't always been. No, no, it hasn't. No, no. It hasn't. But, you know, I think that's what it's sad. It's like when you look at people today they're you know, anywhere you go, they'll say, oh, that's a conservative. Everything you see they're they're not looking at it, it's like, hey, how many kids you got? That's the first question they want to know. Are you liberal. Everybody's like when I talk to sometimes they'll say, oh, you're 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 just a Republican because you're a, you're a business owner. No, no, my values, who I am, yeah. you know. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just, but um, man, yeah, it all boils down to policies and and regulations. For I don't us. care if you're red, blue, purple, me neither, whatever. And just, that's what we're talking. I mean, yeah. common sense. Yeah. Stuff. We're looking at policy, yeah. and whether it's taxes, immigration, minimum wage, all of it. We're just basically putting it on the chalkboard and saying yeah. this helps us create more jobs, open more stores, and grow our business. That's what we want to do, and. Which column is better? Yeah, you know, yeah, and unfortunately, yeah. right now we only have the red or blue column. Yeah, and it's, yeah. I mean, we should have a common sense column. <laughs> yes. I mean, that's what I should say. Wait, well, hey, how do you how do you color common sense? Maybe we because they got a donkey and a bu- and a uh, elephant. Yeah. So common sense should be I don't know. We need cow. But a cow. Common cow. sense how cow. About, how a about giraffe. a buffalo? A buff- common buffalo. sense buffalo. <laughs> yeah. Into the storm. That's good. Vote, vote for your best common sense animal. Yeah. Common sense. <laughs> They're smart, man. The common sense. Buffalo are smart. The they will go to buffalo. the storm. They're not yes. going to run like the yeah. donkey or elephant and run in the storm. They're going to go to the storm and beat it up. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We just, we're on to something. Yeah, we are. Join our crowd, guys. Hey, we're going to have a, a Instagram here really cool, the buffalo. You know, um, but hey, uh, <laughs> good topic. You know, uh, it, it is topic. important. It, 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 let's get back. I know we, 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 I drank some prime, got fired up. I needed to. Uh, Kim had her coffee. Justin, no telling. He probably had an energy tea or something. I'm two coffees in. Okay. Two nitro brews. Black. So, uh, yeah, um, yeah, that is for sure. You did have those. Um, anyway, it's a good topic, but it's so important right now, man. You got to pay attention to what's happening in this world today Please. and keep your eyes wide open and behind your head because, man, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. Yeah. It's unbelievable. And I, I said that last week. I don't want to keep going on that. But, hey, um, I want to I shift gears a little bit. And I asked y'all last week um, what keeps you up at night. So I want to flip-flop that. I want to ask, like, what gets you up in the morning? With all this negative talk we just talked, what gets you excited? What gets you out of bed in the morning to get you motivated to what you do in your business and your life? So um, I told y'all the other day, I'll go first because it's unfair. I keep throwing these questions. Y'all don't have time to think, right? It's like I can see Kim's brain going, okay, what am I? Um, So I I think, and it's unfair, So uh, because I got to think about the question. But I don't – my topic is – or my my answer to this question is what gets me up at night is just – What keeps you up in the morning, I I mean, what gets me up in the morning, I'm sorry. Um, See, I'm thinking about it. Yeah. (laughs) Is um, I get excited about, like, growth and opportunity. People say, hey, what's 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 enough for you? And I don't know if there will ever be enough for me. When you start seeing a lot of people out there, really successful athletes or business people, I mean, Tom Brady's, those guys that just keep going and going and going, and they, they don't want to give it up. And they made enough money, they can go sit on a boat somewhere. Mm-hmm. But then they get in the commentator booth. I mean, they're probably making that much money, but they just want to still be part of something. And that's me. I get up every morning, no matter what it is. It's being a better father, but being a business, business owner and just wanting more. 
you know, I was, when I grew up, like I told you, you know my story, I grew up poor, didn't have opportunities, I didn't think, but I wanted to create opportunities for people. And like Kim made a comment about uh, Escalade. Yeah, want an Escalade. Heck, I wanted to want two. Mm-hmm. Well, I want three, four, but then I want everybody around me to have one. Yeah. That's absolutely. what I love. That's what I love to see yeah. somebody. I get picked on about, man, you got, I saw a new car in your driveway or a new car in your office. I'm like, that's not my car bed. That's somebody else's car bed. You yeah. know, I, I'm excited for him. I'm excited. He's that's his dream car. Yeah, I love him to have that, and and so that's one of my thing that gets me up tonight is make an opportunity for everybody to buy an Escalade or whatever their dream is, house, you know, whatever. Yeah. And and another thing that really does me too is I I I used to get up and you know want to ch- be make make a difference. Mm-hmm. Like truly make a difference in the world, in people's lives. And, and, and it's harder to get motivated to do that these days because what we face every day on the news. And then, but all I just know that there's a better life out there and that we, if we still stay fast to, if I give into that and not think that's, that's ever going to happen, then I'm just default as everybody else. So I'm going to keep moving fast, you know, head down. I want to make a difference. And I, that might be me running, you know, maybe running, a, a, a going for the purple. What did you say? Yeah. I mean, we're running for city government or something. I want yeah. to do something different. Do I, want it. To, I want to make something, make a change. We do need it. a we need a, some president candidates and some senators up there that get up there with some common sense and stop listening to the media and listen to people's pocketbooks and trying to get rich and shake people's hands and just take pictures with people. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds they, like you got a story. There. They look at you yeah. like a boat. They, they need a, yeah. We need people in our politics that look at us like people yeah. Yeah. and not a boat. And, and people, that's what you better catch on. They do not look at us like people. Believe me, I've been around some. They do not look at us like people. They look at us like boats. So yeah. anyway, that's enough for me. Kimberly? Yeah, so when you first said this question right out of your mouth, I thought, well, the only thing that gets me up is my alarm clock, but I'm sure that's not what he's looking for. True <laughs> statement. End cut. That's it. Boom. That's, Boom. A, Kim, that's, a, Kim, that's Boom. a Kim's answer right there. Yeah, so if I have to be raw and real, I think as I've turned 50 today, um, reflecting back on my life, what gets me up is just um, gratitude. I'm just so thankful that I, I get to get up. Yeah. You know, I, I looking back over my life, so many people that I know don't get to get up. Mm. And, you know, they have lost their lives at an early age or to diseases and whatever. So just just pure gratitude gets me up in the morning. Yeah. And so when I get up, the first thing I do is just thank, thank you, Lord. Thank you for another day. Thank you for allowing me the opportunity to, to do whatever's in your will for the day. But just pure gratitude. Yeah. That's so awesome, and and I, I know this might hit you in a special spot because we talk about this all the time with our with boy. We, you spend a lot of time in MD Anderson now with me. Yeah. I don't think we get a freaker flyer card there, but yeah. the multiple times I've dealt with cancer, and there there's a special thing I want to say out to somebody out there, and I'm not going to say any names, but I shared it with you yesterday that I read yeah. on Facebook. One of a, somebody I knew shared a story that somebody had just recently passed away, a young man here in, in our hometown. I don't know the guy from nobody. Never yeah. met the guy anywhere on, but I just was so intrigued to his story. I went and clicked on his Facebook and, and read his, his um, I guess his ex wife's story and, yeah. and then and how they were still close and read his story. Man, it just me being gone through cancer twice and went through the chemos and did all those surgeries. It's just it is scary, and he used that word a lot. I'm scared, yeah, because he's a young dad. Um, but I, I know you're in a better place, and I want to let you know I prayed for you and your family last night, and I know my wife did too, and your your son. And uh, God keeps blessing him and his futures and uh, and yeah. you know, everybody involved in that. And I, I know as a father, 
uh, I feel for that situation. So it's cool you said that because there's yeah. a lot of people battling stuff right now. Just be grateful yeah. that we all should be grateful that we're getting up every day because there's some people battling some storms out there right now that are really scared. Yeah. So good, good comment, baby. Yeah. Um, Justin. Yeah, and I, I, uh, this one's really from the hip here. So what gets me up in the morning, I have a, a sixth grader, so I'm not the, the coolest person on the planet anymore. So yeah. I really, really look forward to that I'm waking up about an hour and a half earlier than I, than I was in my routine. And I get 20 minutes to chat with her in the morning. And she's, it's a time of the morning where she's talkative and we get to, you know, I get to ask her about her homework or softball or anything. And if you've got a sixth grade girl, that's just about when they stop talking to you, you know, (laughs) as much as they used to. And then that rolls right into being in a position and just being super grateful and having gratitude as well to echo Kim, um, to lead. I've, I've, I've been, you know, waiting my whole life to, to lead people. And there's a lot of change going on. And I had a conversation with someone I look up to the other day. And I was asking him, you know, things that I could do better or, or about myself. And he, ba- he made a statement and just basically said, I always know that, Justin, I'm going to get. You're consistent. You always you can go into a room and you can bring high attention to something that we're all comfortable with walking out and leading the plan. So mm-hmm. I get excited about leading people through change because I know I can do it and I know I can be that that person that um, they can rely on when we're going through change and, and everything's changing every day. So I'm excited about being in that leadership position to bring people along for a ride of, of extreme uncertainty. That's why we had this conversation today. And I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm smiling because I'm excited uh, to do that. It, even though that's tough, it, it gets me excited to do that. Um, but really mostly starting off my day with Aubrey and talking that's with awesome. her for 20 minutes because that's she's cool. a super cool kid. And I've she's always, cool. and it just, she's slowly drifting away into other things that are cooler than me. <laughs> yeah. You guys have been there before. Yeah. Been there, done that, brother. <laughs> Get ready. Yeah. Get ready, because yeah. they stop talking and they start asking. Yeah. yeah. Hey, can you send yeah. me some money? Can you give me this? Can Venmo. You, yeah, yeah. Venmo. So. Uh, I need to get my nails done, all kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, I don't need one homecoming dress. I need three or something. Yeah. It's crazy. But hey, uh, Justin, great to hear that. Thank you for all your answers. It means, uh, I love hearing these stories, too, because it, and, and it knows me. I, I get to see how I can connect with you two better. I, I connect with you, but sometimes you open up on here stuff that we don't really get to talk about as much. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. So, hey, I want to close it at this. Me and Kim's been asked to speak at this Pursuit of Purpose. It's here in Beaumont, Texas. It's a conference that they'll be rolling out, I think, nationwide, uh, is the, 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 I guess the promoter has in, in future uh, dates. So it's first time for me and Kim to ever be on a, on a stage to really together. tell our story together. Yeah. yeah. So it's going to be cool because I think we're going to be on there for an hour and we have to uh, tell our story and we got to go back. And uh, Kim has a, a, a struggle with that a little bit going back to, to really get down in her, her past as a young, as a young girl. Yeah. And she's doing really good with that. I've, I've read some notes that she's put together, so it's cool. But it's it's called a Pursuit of Purpose, and it's a Wealth and health, wealth and Freedom Conference. Um, so there's going to be three great speakers, me and Kim and two others. Uh, uh, you know, I'm going to, on our podcast, we'll have a link on there, too. Hopefully we can put that on there, and you go check it out and see. Uh, it's going to be fun for us because, again, it's something we can f- give back. And I don't, you know, if there's one person that we touched with their stories and it can change something, inspire them, that means I'm making a difference and you're making a difference. We're all making yeah. a difference. Because yeah. not only is it me and Kim, it's Aspire to be team too. So we're making a difference for everybody out there, and they can um, hopefully come be a part of this too. So uh, I'll, I'll tag this on here. So we're excited about. It. We'll share more of this coming up too. But it's in October. What is the date, Kim? 
October the 21st. 21st here in Beaumont, uh, downtown somewhere. So it's pretty cool. I think it's a two-day event, too. So awesome. it's like question and answers, too. So, but hey, thank you for your time, guys. Thank you yes. again. We had a good time on this episode. Uh, and we'll see you here real, real soon, guys. Thanks. All right, see ya.